This is Andy Hedia coming to you live from our new home. Oh, there goes your head. <laughs> oh, no. Does that mean they're going to know that it wasn't it's not uh, their home? Yeah, that's not really our home. Oh, well. You gave it away. Why did you have to do that? I didn't know. You I thought that everybody could Maybe you think? No. Hey, my friends, go to resurrectministry.com. That's where you'll find all of our content. Uh, and yes, we are actually in our new home. But our uh, home does not look like that. That's a, it's, it's a gray wall actually behind us. And so. And I wanted to play a funny yeah. and put this picture behind us. That was a funny. That was a funny. <laughs> but yes, go to resurrectministry.com. And um, we're reading from Smith Wigglesworth Devotional. We're going to jump right into it. And then maybe we'll talk a little bit about our move and the great uh, people that we had helping us today. We want to make sure and recommend. Uh, anybody in this area to use the, the men we use today. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And I have I have my miraculous divine appointment stories I want to tell. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. Hello, Carol. How you doing? Hi, Carol. Nice to see you. Yes, I do play piano, classical music. That's what the piano's for. And I sing. <laughs> We're such a cute couple. <laughs> <laughs> Smith uh, Wigglesworth Devotional uh, for April 23rd is entitled Divinely Used by God. The reference is 2 Corinthians 3.3. 3. You are an epistle of Christ. An epistle. Why did they put that T in there? Why, why, why is it know. necessary to put a T in there? I don't know. It's English, I think. It's like the W in sword. Yeah. Why? why? Sword. No, it's sword. Okay, my friends. Uh, the scripture reading for today is Col Colossians. Colossians 3.16 for... What oh, wait a minute. Colossians 3, 16 through 4, 6. Right? Yes. Okay. A lot of a punctuations little... going on there. <laughs> tongue twisters today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Smith says in this devotional, law is beautiful when it is established in the earth. In every country and town, you will find that the law has something to do with keeping things straight and in a measure Cities have some kind of sobriety because of their laws. Too bad we don't have that going on today in California. <laughs> they are abiding by their laws. Their laws are sinister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, beloved, we belong to a higher, nobler citizenship, not an earthly citizenship, for our citizenship is in the heaven. If the natural law will keep an earthly city in somewhat moderate conditions, what will the excellent glory be in divine relationship to the citizenship to which we belong? What is meant by excellent glory is that it outshines. The earth is filled with broken hearts, but the excellent glory fills redeemed men and women so that they show forth the excellency of the grace of the glory of God. The man who is going on with God will have no mix up in his speech. <laughs> I messed up at that same spot. I mixed up my speech when reading that sentence. He will be so plain, precise, and divine in his conversation that everything will have a lift toward the glory. 
he may use great clarity of speech, but he must be a person who knows his message. He must know what God has in his mind, in the spirit, not in the letter. He is there as a vessel for honor, God's mouthpiece. Therefore, he stands in the presence of God and God speaks through him and uses him. If your life is not in constant pitch, you will never ring the bells of heaven. Great. <laughs> Great analogy. I love it. Don't be a clanging symbol. Right. We must be in the mouthpiece of God, not by, not by letter, but by the spirit. And we must be so in the will of God that he will rejoice over us with singing. If we are in the spirit, the Lord of life is the name spirit, is the same spirit, sorry. Now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is no liberty that is going to help people so much as testimony. <clears throat> I find people who do not know how to testify in the right way. We must testify only as the spirit gives utterance. You are not to use your liberty except for the glory of God. So many meetings are spoiled by long prayers and long testimonies. Mm. If the speaker remains in the spirit, we will know when he should sit down. When you begin to repeat yourself, the people get worried. And worried. They, <laughs> wearied. Sorry. Worried and that you're never going to sit down. <laughs> people get worried about being weary. And they wish you would sit down for the anointing has then ceased. It is lovely to pray, but it is a joy to hear you pray when you are in the spirit. If you keep going after the spirit has finished, everyone gets tired of it. So God wants us to know that we are not to use liberty simply because we have it to use, but we are to let the liberty of the spirit use us. Then we will be in the spirit that the people can always go away with the feeling Oh, I wish the meeting had gone on for another hour. Or was not that testimony meeting a, meeting a revelation? Beloved, when we get God's word in our hearts, it, is absolutely, it absolutely changes us in everything. And, we, and as we feast on the word of the Lord, eat and digest the truth and inwardly eat of Christ, we are changed every day from the state of glory to another. You will never find anything else but the word that takes you there. So you cannot afford to put aside that word. I implore you, beloved, that you come short of none of these blessed teachings. Their grand truths of the word of, word of God must be your testimony, your life, your pattern. You are an epistle of Christ. God says this to you by the Spirit. When there is a standard that has not yet been been reached in your life. God, by his grace, by his mercy, and by your yieldness can equip you for that place. You can never be prepared for it except by the, a broken heart and a contrite spirit and by yielding to the will of God. But if you will come with a whole heart to the throne of grace, God will meet you and build you up on his spiritual plane. Mm. Thought for today. You cannot sing a song of victory in a minor key. There you go. What's a minor key? Minor major. You know, don't you play music? No. Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> I actually uh, minor major keys or uh, mm -hmm. chords like you play on a piano yep. or in a guitar. But a minor is not very loud. Is it like somber? So you can't sing a song of victory if you're in a minor key. In a minor key. Yes. In a 
somber. Yeah, I don't know enough about music to give a really super intelligent answer other than, yeah. Maybe maybe Jan or Carol. Hey, Jan, nice to see you. Yes, because it looks beautiful. God, it's so good. <laughs> Jan, you missed our intro apparently, but this is a green screen. <laughs> but I just thought I'd play a joke on everybody and show them all my grand piano. <laughs> But we are in our new home, but we don't have a cool background set up. So we decided to put up this one. I decided Andy thought it was lame, but he, he entertained me. Whatever you want, my, my love. <clears throat> and we have Shirley says, thank you. Thank you. Maybe for the reading of the devotional? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Hi, Shirley. So. I love your, your picture. It's awesome. Yes. Um, so what uh, can we... I, want, I owe so much. Yes, let's hear. Well, because I have stepped into a new um, serving position at the church at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. And I just have had a, two, two miraculous encounters that have really, really stuck with me. And the first one was actually somebody who emailed me after watching the podcast with Pastor Jack. So she emailed me and she's like, I've had something very personal happen to me at the hospital and I just want to call you if you if you would permit me. And because I, I, at the end of that podcast, I gave an appeal. I said, you can contact me. I'm happy to help however I can. Mm -hmm. So meanwhile, for those of you that have been watching a couple of times, I'm very into like the Lord's put it on my heart to study demonology, casting out demons. It's something he told me early on in my ministry. And I've just been absorbing myself in it. And one of the things I said to the Lord was, I am in your Belinda in the land of gracious living. I am not going to find any demons here. I don't know where, like, how is this going to come to pass? And lo and behold, this woman tells me it's a rather long story about something that happened to her in a hospital. And what I want to point out about what Smith is saying in this is all about having the right words to say and knowing when to start and knowing when to finish. And I was in the middle of packing while I was talking to her and I was moving stuff around. And the Lord very sternly says to me, sit down, like listen and focus. Okay. And I was like, well, okay. So I went inside and I sat on the couch and I was like thinking, meditating, and she's recounting a story. And I am literally being shown the visual of the story that she's recounting. So she, I, I, I can literally see what she's telling me is happening to her. And the Lord tells me something about what has happened to her before she tells me any of the details. And so, oh yeah. And I don't want to repeat it just because I don't want to like lead to kind of like weird thoughts, but she had an inclination that she got attacked, a demonic attack while she was in the hospital. And the Lord told me she did and told me how it happened. And so she doesn't reveal, she tells me this very long story and she doesn't reveal to me why she called me. And so just to be sure on my end, I asked her, I said, and why did you feel inclined to call me? She's like, you know, I guess I just want prayer. I'm really confused. She said, I paced back and forth in my house about whether I should call you or not, but the Lord kept prompting me. I needed to reach out. And I figured I'm going to try. And if you don't respond, then I, it's my head. I was mm -hmm. talking to myself. Right. And she's like, and so when you responded that quickly and it was like, here's my phone number, call me. She's like, I was like shocked. And so uh, we prayed together. And interestingly enough, the sermons that I had listened to from Derek Prince the night before, I wonder if Kate's on with us, but the sermons I listened to the night before 
told me literally step-by-step step what I needed to tell her. And so the Lord's like, everything you just learned, repeat that to her. In the prayer? In the prayer. No, separately. Oh. So as part of the testimony wow. um, that I said to her, <laughs> I said, listen, you got to understand, you're not just calling for you. This is a blessing to me because the Lord has put this on my heart. I told him like, yeah, right. Like, what am I going to do with this out here? And you call me from Florida, somebody I don't even know. And the Lord's clearly telling me she's under a demonic oppression and says, give her these steps. Uh, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, even Ephesians 6, the, the arm of God, she didn't know, prayed that over her. Uh, I told her first where it was coming from. And uh, I, I, it, it was so unbelievably miraculous because one, there's, there's no humanly possible way I could have met this woman um, that the Lord spoke to her for her for us to be a blessing to one another. And mm -hmm. it was just such a beautiful interaction. And the Lord gave me the words. And I was so panicked until I sat down and started praying. And it just, it just was clear as day. I knew when to start and I knew when to finish. And mm -hmm. I knew not to go on any longer than I had to. And it was, it was amazing. It was just a really, really awesome experience. That's and then- cool. And then the second one was one of the people, so I'm in the follow-up ministry at Cavalry Chapel. So when people um, come to the altar calls, I get to call them after and see how they're doing, check in on them, ask them if they need anything. And one of them uh, was a young guy and he's like, I have a problem with temptations. And the Lord literally brought, it was like, it's a, the apostle Paul said in Corinthians, and I literally pulled up the scripture about temptation and that there's always a way of escape. And he's like, really? And I said, yes, Paul. I said, oh, and I, Stephen is what his name. I said, always look for the way of escape. The Lord will always give you a way of escape. And he's like, oh my God, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. He's like, thank you so much. And I, and I sent him the, the, yeah. the citation, yeah. you know, but I was like, <clears throat> what? <laughs> How did that just come up to the top of my head, you know? So yeah. it was, it's just, it's just awesome to watch the Lord move. And the most awesome part about it is knowing that you are incapable of doing this on your own. And so the most exciting part is watching the Lord move because, you know, you couldn't do it. So that's my encouragement about today's scripture about doing the best we can to stay in the spirit. And acknowledging as a citizen of heaven, our, our laws are not just earthly laws. We have to abide by the divine laws right. and commandments. And that gives us a life worth living that is filled with spiritual blessings and surprises, divine appointments. Very cool. Oh, Kate, you are on. Kate is here. Kate, I had a whole like demonic experience after that. We, I mean, you know, <laughs> I've been talking about Derek Prince. Jan knows that too. <laughs> and I literally got a phone call from Florida to cast out a demon. So, well, Kara, ah, Kara wants you to cast out the demons in their bad weather and bad seeds. Too wet to plant. Only the heirloom seeds will grow. We need your prayers in order to feed our family and community. Amen. Oh, wow. We will definitely do that. That is an important one. We will definitely do that, Carol. Shirley says, God is amazing. Yes. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> and Kate says, walking with him is an amazing journey. I don't know if this is ever going to get old. I mean, I am relatively new believer compared to the rest of you, but it's just well, so it, much fun. That 
what you said, the devotional, but mostly what you said reminded me of um, church today. We went to Yorba Linda Friends Church, which we often go on Saturday evenings. <clears throat> and but we decided to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so and we were going to go somewhere else. And I said, no, can we please go? But it reminded me of, of two things. One was that the they, um, a pastor, uh, Matthew, uh, invited up a girl uh, that just started going to her church three months ago and went through like three or four things that she already is involved in, in the homeless ministry. And now and the, the letters to Ukraine, she fosters, heads up the department. She heads up the letters to Ukraine. She's only been at our church for three months. And um, and she and she said, much like what this kind of message is here, is that <clears throat> she came to this church and thought, I'm just going to go by and see what this whole homeless thing is all about. Yeah. The next thing, she, she never even, even thought about doing anything with the homeless before according to what she said on the stage but each thing that came was never on her radar never felt that she would ever do it and here she is now leading up the letters to ukraine where we write letters to the the, the folks over there that are misplaced and um, have moved need on encouragement. To and need encouragement and love and let them know that people are thinking about them but here's this young girl she must be what 20 something yeah 24 25 <clears throat> and now involved in like three different ministries and in a yes. period of time. Well, and the little, so one, we didn't expect to go to church. Two, we were <laughs> going to go somewhere else. And three, for the past like couple weeks, I have a bunch of stuff that I need to give away and donate. And it, I didn't want it to just go to waste. I wanted it to be a source of um, funds for the church or for Christians or, or however I could give to a ministry or something. I didn't want it to just go to the goodwill and then it goes into their coffers and God knows what happens to it. Mm. And today at church, they brought the lady who runs the secondhand shop of the church. And then she's like, please give us your stuff. And she started crying. She's like, you don't understand. We have given all these after school programs. We give clothes for the women at the shelter all of our donations are given back to the programs the church supports. And I was like, oh, there she is. My opportunity to give this stuff away to people um, that we know can use it. I think what she said in a year's time, um, they've also uh, raised $100,000. Our donations have led to $150,000 in in goods and sales and stuff for the ministries they support. Yeah, it's called Circle. Full Circle. Full Circle. In the orange. city of Orange, near the Orange Circle. So you got the Orange Circle. Just outside the Orange Circle is the store um, that uh, you definitely want to either take some stuff or go there and buy something if you need it. Go take a look. There's a lot of other great stores around there, too. So even if you don't find something there, there's other opportunity there. Um, but Orange, getting it done. Yes. Orange Friends. Which is a plant from your Belinda friends. All right, let's read the scripture before we get too far off track. Um, Colossians 3 16, 4 through 4 6. Let let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the God, the Father, through him. Wives, submit to your husbands as fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter towards them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. 
And fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Bondservants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality. Masters, give your bondservants what is just and fair, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Continually, earnestly in prayer, be vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, pray also for us that God will open us a door to the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how ought to answer each one. Hmm. And that's, that's it. Is That's what Smith's trying to get across to us, is that if you don't walk in the spirit, if you're not paying attention to the spirit, then your speech is going to be off. Mm-hmm. You know, he will give you the words. And I, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time the Lord, the Lord talked to me that sternly and he's like, stop, <laughs> sit down. You know what I mean? And I was like, Ooh, oops, because you can't, you know what I mean? You're not supposed to be multitasking when you're praying with yeah. somebody. Get off your phone. Get off your phone. <laughs> I was actually on the phone, but I was just walking around packing. <laughs> okay. Uh, Philippians 3.20. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we eagerly await for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God in your midst, the Mighty One, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Can you imagine Jesus standing over you singing? Yes. You can? Mm. Awesome. I can't imagine him singing. Yeah. Usually this is just I see Jesus right standing over me with his hands on his hips. You know, you are so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're so lucky. Oh this much. Aww. This much. That's what I see him doing. Aww. And then laughing. <laughs> you know what's so interesting that you say that because um Hey Priscilla. Something, hi Priscilla, something that the Lord reminded me of today is that I've been blessed with whatever difficulty I've been in. I've been profoundly loved. And the strange, the strange thing about it is that in reverse, I, I'm almost spoiled by it, I think. And in other words, I take it for granted. And the Lord was like, daughter, you have been blessed by being loved. You should be able to love better. You should be able to love better because you know what it means to be loved mm. as opposed to someone who has not had that experience their whole life and having to start from scratch. And it was a, it was an understanding that I had never called to my mind before. Wow. Which for whatever that's worth, but uh, the Lord can say some interesting things. <laughs> some interesting things when you're listening. Um, Anybody heard anything interesting from the Lord they'd like to share? We'd love to hear it. Yeah, I think that idea that you had. I was going to say it, and then I just recalled that we're live and millions of people are watching. But you had an idea uh, with a with a ministry 
Which one? Pastor David. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nobody heard that, did it? Well, I mean, I think it's been in our hearts. So mm. please pray for us. We, we uh, There is a lot of church planting going on right now. A lot of churches are creating satellite churches. And um, it's it's been on my heart. And we've talked about it in a variety of formats. Mm-hmm. Um, should we do this? Should we do that? Should we do it in our house? Should we try to get a location? And I, I just really think we should, like everything else, we just really pray about it and stay conscious of the opportunities. Mm-hmm. I, There's something to be said for the you having this whole download that then you said, what do you think? And I said, oh, that actually sounds really interesting. Uh, um, after a message that we heard at your and friends church, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do for the glory of Jesus? What is he, he, that's Constantly. why, that's why he put you on this planet is your purpose is to glorify God. Right. And so, so I'm constantly thinking about that. Yeah. And that's why I started to serve at the church. Cause I felt like I wasn't like, I wasn't doing enough. And mm-hmm. I just feel like there is, we have a lot of gifts and that, we really, we really should use them as much as possible, but you don't want to use them in the wrong way. You want to know that it's inspired and it's what God's purpose is. And so I just think you, um, oh, they said our feed is jerky tonight. Yeah. Well, brand new internet just got hooked up today. So, uh, okay. So it's not this weird screen behind us, but our voices are jerky. Yeah. You know, I could take that off. Let's see if, if this improves anything. Does it improve the speed of the thing? Mike, that's what our background looks like. So <laughs> you know what we look like? It looks like we are on a, um, you know, we just got arrested and now they're doing a lineup. You know, that's what the yeah. So all we need is numbers above turn us. Sideways. Okay, turn forward. <laughs> that's turn what to it looks left. like. Oh my god. <laughs> not, you know, not that I spent twenty-one years in law enforcement. The, the oh, right. first thing I think of, right? <laughs> um, uh, Let us know if the feet got any better. Yeah. Okay, so Kate says, "Where am I? Which uh, <laughs> here? I see him saying, we did it, Kate. Woo! I love that. That's that awesome. is beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. And Shirley she... says, I've been teaching anger management in the jail. Wow. Glory to you. That's <laughs> glory to God. That you, he's, you're being used that way. That's prison, that's prison gray behind yeah, us. Yeah, God <laughs> seems to join us every day and give me the words. Oh, mm. for sure. Oh, my gosh. That's... Oh. See, when you do that, it's like street evangelism. When yeah. you do things that are like way beyond the pale, the Lord shows up in a mighty way. And I think that's 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 the ticket. Can I ask Shirley if, if in the jail, if this is a Christian-based anger management uh, uh, right. opportunity for you, or is it just your typical psych um, anger management type of stuff? Yeah. Because... Non-denominational or whatever you would say that. How do you say that? Secular. Secular. Because um, surely, if you haven't heard Derek Prince tell about like demonic oppression, he says that anger, like all the other negative attributes, is a spirit. And how you have to get deliverance from that spirit, yeah, it's just amazing stuff. Talks a lot about anger. Jan says, Oh, start a church in your new home. I'll come. <laughs> not the background. It's not the background. Oh, okay. So is it, it's the sound that's jerky? Yeah, Carol, will you say, it, and anybody else, does our sound sound jerky? Yeah, that, that would be good to know whether it's it's just Carol's ears or. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's Carol's feet. Could be Carol's feet, but I like using her ears as the cause. Is that the new house? Yes. Yeah, super exciting, right? 
I think we still or have you, the. Or you mean the one with the grand piano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely not. Because that's much better. Yes, our house is way better. Oh, uh, it's not jerky anymore. Oh, okay. They use. Oh yeah, the bodies were jerking because that was we had. This, oh yeah. Yeah. That weird backdrop. Yeah. We use Chip Ingram's material. Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, have to check it out. Yeah. So yesterday, I just want to uh, talk about um, this event I went to last night, which was put on by a pastor in um, the southwest area of Riverside. So like the Temecula, Marietta area and um, uh, Lake Elsinore. And his name is Tim Thompson. And you guys got to you guys got to watch him. Look him up on the Internet. Uh, it, it, there's some good uh, videos of him speaking at school board meetings. That's why I was there is because it was a school board event that he was putting on. He's trying to get 14 school board members in the, the three different districts that are in that area, which, again, is like uh, Marietta, Temecula, the Valley. Um, uh, and um, what did I just say a minute ago? Lake Elsinore. Um, and so it's all that area. And and so just on, on the, um, you know, a little bit of the devotional and what we've been talking about is that um, he, like Pastor Jack, Rob McCoy, um, Phil, Pastor Phil, Pastor Phil um, and Mark, Mark, is that God has called upon these godly men to not waver, to not shut down the churches when everybody was shutting them down, to be bold, mm -hmm. um, and to lead this resurgence that I think we're seeing in our Christian friends Absolutely. that are coming to faith. We see so Soldiers. many people coming up for the altar call. Uh, it, it Pastor Battle tested combat ready. Yep. And your Belinda, uh, uh, friends, your Belinda had uh, 180 something people. I think it was that got baptized. Right. I mean, we're just seeing this, this movement and you have these men and I'm there. I know there's plenty of others, but the ones that I know of right in this area is this, this great calling and this Tim Thompson. I'm shocked that I don't haven't heard from him or heard about him before because, um, uh, he has a pretty big following, but he has a way of speaking. That's, it's uh, he's a bald jack. Well, and a, what I love about of these school board candidates that are coming up, a lot mm. of them, sorry, I'll, I'll do respect to women, is that they're men. We have a lot and, of men. And it, and it draws a completely different crowd because in the past it was considered like a, a lowly thing that just, you know, older women did because nobody else wanted the job. Nobody that needed an income would take that House, job. Housewives that yeah. got bored. You know, okay, yeah. well, let me go volunteer at the school board. You know what I mean? And nobody ever attended the meetings. But now when you when you once you get dads involved, it's it's a similar to faith is they lead the family towards that. So men bring their families with them. A mm. woman is it's harder for a woman to bring her family along, but a man brings his family along. So that means that the children become more involved. The spouse, the wife will become more involved. And it just Men's participation means other men will participate. It's not just going to a, a meeting. When you, when Andy first started taking me to these meetings two years ago, he was the only guy, maybe one other guy. <laughs> yeah. Now, half of the room is men, right? Yep. And so I just think that that's really important to have not only a balanced perspective, but financially, let's face it, if you want to give a lot of money because he was trying to raise $250,000 last night, right? In order to do that, you need the men there yep. to agree to give that money because a wife can't go there and be like, I'll bet $50,000 yeah. on that. What is it? A, a ride share or something? That yeah, they've been the ride along. On, the ride along, you know? So. Uh, it was crazy. But um, 
this pastor put a, a great event. I'm not going to go into too many details about the event because it's, uh, it's school board stuff. But I, I just want to talk about this pastor who's doing something like what Jack does and getting involved in politics. And everybody goes, wait, the church is involved in politics. Yes. You can't get involved in politics. Why are you getting involved in politics? And, um, and they just say, because we are called to be involved in our community, what's going on with our community and in, in regard to politics. Um, and you got so many other pastors that are afraid and just don't want to do it's it. It's not for the faint hearted. No. But does Tim Thompson, his church is, you know, I'll go ahead and bring it up. I just want to give him a plug because I, I think um, he's looking to raise some money. And um, they want to get $150,000 for uh, these uh, candidates so they can run against the, oops, <laughs> there we go. So they can run against these uh, teachers unions. And uh, that's him right there, which is a, an older picture, I think. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's like, he's even bulked up a little bit more. But it's called 412 Marietta, Win, Discipline, Send. Ooh. Disciple. <laughs> Discipline, oh, discipline them in his discipleship. I like discipline. And this is very much uh, what Matt was saying today too, which is you have the power of the Holy Spirit, go and witness. Yeah. And that means that you have to find out what your purpose is and go do it. And you may be trial and error. Try a couple of jobs that yeah. don't, they don't work, then move where the spirit leads, but move. Yeah. He's like, how many of you have been sitting in these seats for 30 years and haven't moved? <laughs> Like, oh. and, th and this girl, she's been here three months yeah. and already involved in three or four ministries. Um, but just one last time, go check out Tim Thompson and uh, just see what he's been called to do. Uh, I think you really appreciate his words and uh, what he's doing in the in the Riverside area. The, and the sheriff loves him. They're really good oh, friends. And the sheriff's sweet. doing a great job in the Riverside. Kate says, what? I'm believing God for healing. I am pretty mobile now, and all I want to do is serve God. In saying that, I would rather go through this and have my relationship with him than to be out here serving. Oh. Rather, I, I, you know, and it's important. Um, we will definitely uh, be praying for you too, Kate, uh, before we close. But it's important to be called because I know in the beginning, um, I was thinking of a thousand different things to volunteer to do. And my mentor was like, okay, cool your jets and sit down and wait until the Lord tells you to move. You can't just be barking up every tree. Uh, and it was really, really impactful. I saved myself a tremendous amount of heartache. Mm -hmm. And um, so, Kate, we're going to pray for an opening because there's, there's tons of stuff you can do from home. But it, it's definitely something you want to be called to and not something you just jump on for the sake of jumping on. Great. All right. Want to uh, pray before the app or sure. after app? No, let's do before. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time of fellowship with our dear sisters. Maybe there's brothers on, but dear sisters. And we know that you are not happy with some of the things that are happening in our nation, Lord. And we would like to stand in the gap for Carol and her land and all of the surrounding areas that are suffering from uh, drought or uh, abundance of water, too much rain, too much water, uh, fire, uh, whatever is happening on the earth, Lord, that demonstrates your displeasure because weather patterns are from you, Lord. 
uh, we repent. We repent on their behalf. And we ask that you heal the land. For you said in your word that were we to pray and repent and turn our face to you, that you will heal our land. And we're asking for that healing, Lord. As your sons and daughters, we are imputed with the righteousness of Christ by virtue of faith and faith alone. And so we ask you as your sons and daughters to heal our land. And as you're doing this miraculous work throughout California and in other states and other countries where you're rising your remnant to stand in the gap and to pray and to lead, empower us, Lord, send us, send us. We are willing and we are able. We wanna be your vessels. We wanna be used by you, Lord. We ask for our sisters, uh, for our sister Kate's supernatural healing in every inch of her body that you would give her healing, Lord. And we claim that healing and that we ask that you bind the enemy of sickness because there is no illness for which you did not provide a cure. You are Jehovah Rapha. And so we are counting on you for that healing. And we ask you to fill her with your joy and your spirit and to lead her in the direction that draws her closer to you. For all of us, Lord, draw us closer to you. Do not send us anywhere that you don't go with us. Uh, be our light uh, unto our path. Make our, our crooked path straight and be our rear guard. For our armor does not have a back to it, Lord. And so when the enemy attacks, we rely on you to guard us. And we ask you to put the full armor of God on us everywhere that we go. The helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness, that we are the righteousness of Christ imputed to us, the girdle of truth, the sandals of peace that allows us to keep peace when the enemy attacks, the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, the mighty word of the infallible truth of the gospel, Lord. And that is our greatest defense. That is our greatest offensive weapon, not defensive, offensive weapon against any kind of demonic activity, any kind of spiritual oppression against the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms, the dark forces that attack us, Lord, because we know that kingdom is real. And we are not, our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty for pulling down strongholds. And so we ask that you arm us with those weapons, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that runs through our veins, for your only begotten son that you sacrificed for us to be redeemed, resurrected, and made whole, Lord. Thank you. We are eternally grateful for that gift of faith. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Sorry, I hope I didn't go on too long. I just I had a lot to cover. <laughs> I, I had more. I had, government. You know, Kate. I had more stuff to say, but <laughs> yeah. nowhere to stop. No. Um, I will be talking about uh, Carol's earlier question on here after we talk about Edify, the Edify app. Oh, okay. You know, the Edify app, the people, the Christian Podcast Network, <laughs> we are one of their podcasts and we would love if you would subscribe and um, check out the fabulous content they have. It's all free. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Hello. So Carol says... <laughs>
you stretching your neck. <laughs> Carol says, have you all heard about the 30 food process processing plants in the states that have caught on fire? Look it up and pray. Yes, Tucker Carlson's been talking about it oh, really? the last two nights in a row. No, well, not tonight, obviously, but the Thursday and Friday. Oh, yeah, he went through the mall, listed them and shit. You know, and these, what states are they in? All over. I mean, red, we're, blue, we're, purple, no, everything. No, it doesn't matter. Wow. They're in Texas. They're in, uh, they don't, and Michigan. they don't know how they're catching fire. No, they can. They're uh, they know that. Well, they they say that you know somebody you so know left something uh, you know left something on that wasn't supposed to be on, and then you had a plane crash. You had two plane crashes or something into into food processing plants that were catching them on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're all for all kinds of different reasons. No, it's meaning so it's not, uh, not like, human causes, basically, because it's not like a concerted effort. Human in the, in the sense that it was an accident, like something got left on or somebody had a cigarette. That's, well, that's and, not, not necessarily an, an intention. But, uh, you know, we got all these food shortages and now suddenly we all, all at the same time, we have all these these plants, food processing plants that are catching I mean, fire. God said he would bring famine and pestilence. So... Buckle up, folks. Well, that really poor guy goes, he, I mean, if you watch the Glenn Beck, the Glenn Beck video on uh, the last day, like preparing for the apocalypse, I mean, you just put food shortage in YouTube and see the thousands of videos. Mm -hmm. Everybody's been talking before this processing plant. Everybody's been talking about food shortage. Um, Apparently, Glenn, Glenn Beck's last show, I don't know if it was Friday or when exactly it was. I, I think it might have been Thursday. Um, it's supposed to be sensational and i oh, think really? it's on yeah, vaccine stuff but um yeah they, they said it's very good if anybody's uh, watching who's who's seen it uh, can you confirm what day it is um carol says not an accident no no that's it i mean tucker's didn't say one way or another but he's going this is pretty odd oh so i mean but what is the conspiracy what is the theory behind him that biden's people are doing we just you know, we can't figure it out I mean, he can't figure it out. He goes, why is this happening? Why now all of a sudden, almost every day, a food processing plant is catching on fire? And why is it just, just this rampant to 30? <laughs> and then a plane crashes into one yesterday, catches the whole thing on fire. <laughs> you say, I'm sorry, pilot with the plane. I got to use you. I need you to. <laughs> really? Yeah. What'd that guy do? It's not necessarily... It you see the demonic activity it's not god doing it he's him allowing certain mm -hmm. certain things to happen that he's just not he's not stopping anymore because he he hands you over to a debased mind mm -hmm. you know what i mean the with the um the restrainer stops restraining and you know everything uh, the simplest thing i went in i can't remember where i was where, oh, I was in a tire store and I blew a tire and the entire place shut down because they had no internet. And I was like, okay, tell me, explain something. You can't lift my car up on this thing <laughs> and sell me a tire because your internet's down? I was like, Is the, does the pump on this machine work on the internet? <laughs> and he said, no, but I can't write you an invoice and I can't order you a tire. And I was like, wait, can we pick up the phone and call the tire stores? <laughs> it was literally like everybody had lost their minds. And I was like thinking, and I was like, dude, I wanted to talk to the manager. Like, you guys got to get prepared for like, what if the internet's down for three days? You're just going to go out of business? Like, we're so dependent on our electrical grid, on our grid, on the internet. 
that people don't realize that they, and why do, why do preppers tell you to save money, have cash, have coins? Because if the power goes out for four days, mm -hmm. God help us. Carol says it's in the Bible. The dust will we'll fall, fall from, from the skies. skies. Yeah. Amen, Carol. Carol brings out some zingers sometimes. Yeah, I'm it, telling you. It reminds me of um, when I when I started law enforcement in like the first five to ten years or so. We just had a little pad of paper in our breast pocket, pull it out in a pen, and mm -hmm. we and they could say you take notes. three three twenty four. You know, three twenty four. Three twenty four. Respond to a two eleven at the one two five West uh, Elm Street. And you go there, and then you write it down on the little paper. When you didn't have paper, you wrote it on your hand. Mm. And then if you this hand, if your palm got folded, you had to you start writing stuff in the back of your hand. By by the end of the night, you, the guys that were working hard, they'd have a stuff written all over their hands if they didn't wash their hands. Yeah, my dad then, had a little rips piece of paper to do that. Then, and so whatever it took to get down the information, paper, hands, leg, napkin at the if you're on a code seven having lunch, then the computers come into our cars, and so I'm in the era that had spent time with the paper and the palm and all that kind of stuff. And then I would now guys were coming out of the Academy only knowing the computer. Mm -hmm. And so then they get a call and they, it's all in the computer form. They didn't have to write down anything. Go, beep, beep. You could be, you know, getting coffee or a donut, get a call. You don't even have to write it down because you know, when you get to your car, it's going to be on your screen. Mm -hmm. So what happens when the system goes down? No, it, they have no <gasps> How do I get there? What do I do? Uh, you know, what, uh, who, I didn't write it down. Can you give it to me? Get a lot of 10 nines, 10 nine meaning repeat. repeat. And so you had a lot of 10 nines and they just did it. Your, your experience is. It's going to happen with every industry. <laughs> literally every industry, everybody's brain shuts off. I mean, literally it's just like, am I, oh, I was watching my daughter do her homework one day. And she had to watch the, what's the guy, the, the finance guy that has those videos that, uh, about how to save money, pay off all your debt, don't get student loans. Ramsey. David Ramsey. So they, they're learning that guy and career class. Really cool program. All she does is take the question, punch it into Google, get the answers. Like she doesn't watch any of the videos. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, all you have to do is punch it and get the answers. Why should I, why, why should I listen to the video? I'm like, because. oh my God. Like, can you imagine having a good to do? I'm, I was like, do you actually have anything processed in your brain? They can even do math problems that way, you know? Yeah. So it's just, uh, I, God help us. <laughs> I, I, it's some of the, the most painful periods of time of my life are in the, 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 the fast food place and I, and I pay with cash <laughs> and then they have to give me change. You mean, doesn't it cal calculate it for them? Oh, but yeah. they still have to understand what the quarters mean. Uh, they're, 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 but they it's painful. The they're going. 25. Don't you dare give them an 30. extra 15 cents to round it off. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I just go, what the heck? How do you not know? Yeah. How can you be at this job? And I've seen you here before. This isn't your first day. And you can't give me change for a 20 on, on a $17.39, you know, cost. Can you imagine if that, if that, catch, if that uh, little thing went out? Yeah. How are they going to count the money? 739. They get, you start with, with a penny, 740. <laughs> Let's see. What's the next thing? I, I need a dime to get the 50. Right? And then you start counting down. Like, who doesn't know how to do that? That's a good way. I love it. It's. But there's just like, they, it's, they have to think about that's it. And you see them you using know, their... That's how you know the existence of God, because oh. it all hangs in the balance by a thread. It's all held together with threads. 
these kids coming out of these schools, are, they're, we're, 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 in we're for, worse than hanging by a thread. Yeah, we're in big trouble, folks. <laughs> out. I mean, that's why we're at the school board's fighting. At, at this event, there were 300 people there. And you should have seen the people that were in their the 50s and 60s like me. But they were, uh, I mean, large bit of the community understands the importance of having good education for these kids coming into the community looking for jobs. Absolutely. I mean, I was an employee. I had uh, at, at one point I had up to 500 employees. It was, in, it was nearly impossible to find somebody that didn't have, you know, uh, some stuff in there. Then you just had to settle. Because yeah. they there was like, well, and and no no good candidates because of, our schools aren't putting them out. And one of the greatest problems that the school did on purpose was the Common Core, mm. changing all of the lexicon for English. It's no longer just participle phrases and adjectives and adverbs and compound sentences. Mm. They changed all of the lexicon. All the words are changed. Math turned into simple addition or subtraction solve for X, all of that's gone. Mm. Now they have word problems for everything and they have all of these weird phraseology for the word problems. It is so confusing, they can't even understand it. And it was on purpose. So they can't even do the simple things that you want them to at least be able to do to balance a checkbook and be able to get a job. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a tragedy. Yep. But we have Jesus and we're citizens of heaven, folks. Let's not get off track here. Well, this was a long after the commercial segment. Yes, it usually, was. You're usually only a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was because we got on our soapbox. Carol, I use this all the time at school board meetings. That two plus two does not equal five. Yeah. Why do we have to live this way? It's so crazy. They they uh, also lower the grading standards down by something like 12%, 10 to 12%. Six months ago, eight months ago, right? Last meeting, they they go, oh look at we've had such great improvement in our in our in our efforts. The grades are up ten to fifteen percent. And I'm going, wait a minute, you can't lower the standards and then six months later take credit oh, yes, for an increase uh, of, of isn't that Biden's economy numbers too? <laughs> our economy's booming, what? and everyone's like, wait, how what? is the economy booming? Yeah. I don't wait. I've been put more people to work. No, we had millions of people not going to work, and now we have work. It's not, it has nothing to do. We <laughs> shut down the country, you nipkin poop. Oh, so crazy. Oh, the transition to digital monetary system, Kate, will yeah. be easy. Absolutely. We're already halfway there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who uses paper bills anymore? <laughs> Carol's going back to her cheerleading days. Yes. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? <laughs> Trump. Like Looks like, Trump. looks like you were going back to your cheerleading days. Sorry, I got to have I'm on. still stuck on the fact that Kate says her background's yucky. I don't know. It what is yucky. We know. Yes, I'm sorry. We're gonna I, don't, I don't know what we're going to do with that. Yeah, well, we'll get it. Come on. We'll get it done. Or maybe at least we'll get a, or if we don't do a, a cool green screen, we can get a big like lion painting or something. Like yes. That. Like, uh, who has one we'll, of those? We'll oh, what's the, the pillow man? The pillow man has a lion oh, does with he? the crown with the crown of thorns. Oh, yeah, I can think of Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell, yeah. All right, you ready to land this plane? Yes. <laughs> All right, my friends, we love you guys. Uh, be praying for Kate, please, um, uh, for the you know the time healing. being until you know she needs some healing. Yes, and for Carol's her. land. Carol's land, we need. 
we need seeds to, to, to grow. Yes. We need, we need God to forgive our sins. Because he promised. Oh, one last thing about forgiving our sins. The movie Exodus, the latest version, what I loved about it was watching these plagues as they came across and how God was able to bring about each of these plagues. But then they had their like wise man come and say, well, see, this is what happens because there was blood in the water. That's when the insects came in because the insects, frogs came like, you know, it's just the same thing as the crop, dust, the, the planes and the plants. Yeah. yeah, we can come up with earthly explanations right. for all these things that happen. But if you don't start to realize that systematic wrath on the earth is because God is displeased, then you're never going to see the forest through the trees. You're going to keep thinking everything's an isolated incident. Mm -hmm. It's not. They're not isolated incidences. No. You're a little bit chatty today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited because I'm just I'm excited to see God moving in these like miraculous ways. I'm actually quite encouraged by everything that's happening in California because everyone tells us that we're like hopeless and we're just like a, a lost cause. And um, we're the state that's taken back our school boards. Yeah. We're you know, gonna, we're going to blow it up. Yeah. Not, lit not literally. No, no. In case that's in the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> to be marked as terrorists. Yes. Whoops. <laughs> All right, anything else? No, that's it. <laughs> Wait. All right, what? Well, no. We have to go home to the other house now. Yes, home. with a nicer wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a cool backdrop. All right, friends, we love you. God bless. God bless. Good Bye. night.